Welcome to Rico's podcast, your weekly dose of geeky goodness. Hello, everyone. This is Rico, and you're listening to another episode of Treks in Sci-Fi. Yeah, I'm here this week. No guest, no guest host, uh, and I decided to do a show. So today is uh, this is podcast 695 for August 19th, 2018. Uh, I'm just gonna do kind of what I'm gonna call uh, like a casual kind of show. Talk about a few things going on with me, um, what's new in the world of geekdom, uh, and just kind of a casual grab bag show. Probably only maybe be maybe be maybe <laughs> uh, about a half hour, give or take, maybe a little longer. I know I've said that sometimes in the past, and it ends up going longer anyway. But um, yeah, I wanted to get something out this week. Uh, and, uh, I just felt like talking, I guess a lot of stuff going on, but, um, yeah, a lot of fun things too. So, uh, sit back, relax, and, uh, here we go with the show. Hello everyone, and welcome to the Treks in Sci-Fi podcast. Scotty, beat me up. Fascinating. Stand by to receive our transmission. All right, I'm back. This is Rico. Obviously, uh, if you're a longtime listener, welcome to the show again. And if you are maybe possibly the first time you've ever listened to Treks in Sci-Fi, I don't know how that's possible. <laughs> welcome to the show. Uh, a little business uh, at, at the front of the show. It um, You can always contact me at treksf at gmail.com, treksf at gmail.com. Uh, there's also a Patreon. If you want to support the show, uh, my do, uh, my, um, web hosting dues are, uh, coming up in September. So now is the best time, greatest time. If you want to support the show, uh, patreon.com, uh, <laughs> uh, the, the show, you know, even after almost 700 podcasts, the start of the show is always the trickiest. The, um, it's patreon.com forward slash treks in sci-fi. That's the trouble when my brain thinks of one thing and I'm trying to say another. Uh, that is how you can support the show. A dollar a month, you know, two, whatever, three, four, whatever you guys can or feel like doing. Uh, I try to put a show out of some type each week. Uh, that's about four shows a month, some video, a lot of Comic-Con coverage. I, I got a little con news for you in a few minutes. Uh, but, um, but yeah, that is uh, the best way to support the show. You can also always PayPal uh, if you just want to do a single donation. PayPal always works. Just send that to treksf at gmail.com. And the last thing I wanted to say is videos. The videos, music videos, um, vidcasts and all that is over at my Vimeo page site. I, I put some stuff up on YouTube still, uh, but YouTube is just weird, and and frankly, they they don't like music in in videos, and they'll take some things down, and they'll take some things down in the future, and even though whole soundtracks of music are on up there, but um, Vimeo v i m e o dot com forward slash Trekkie, uh, and I think there's links to this all on the main Treks and Sci Fi dot com webpage. Uh, 
And I think that's it. And oh, one last thing, I guess. Uh, join us on Facebook. Uh, we used to do a regular forum, good old, uh, you know, online forum for the uh, the the show, and had all kinds of fun in back in the day. Uh, I still have that that exists. I still throw a couple things up on there every week related to the new podcast and so forth. Um, the forum, good old uh, good old days. But Facebook is kind of the way now. There's a Facebook group um, for Treks and Sci-Fi, so there's links to that again also on the main treksandsci-fi.com webpage. Sometimes I want to put all that stuff out in the front of the show uh, and for those that might not know. So most of you probably know all that who have been listening for a while. So, uh, yeah, I was going to try to do a guest spot this week. Uh, time's getting away from me a lot lately. A lot of uh, busyness at work, uh, busyness at home. I'll, I'll talk about it. That all those, I'll talk a little bit about some of that stuff just just for information uh, for you guys. So it's um, it's it's I got to get a little bit organized here to to get some guest spots set up and things. But uh, so I decided rather than I was gonna almost put out a, like a repeat show this week, but I decided I'll I'll just I can put together a, a fairly quickie show with no real uh, great prep or post post production work you know just kind of sit and talk about a few things uh, that's relatively easy so the uh, but next week I am looking for a guest spot uh, might talk to mark or maybe Jedi Jeff or anyone else who might want to do a, a guest spot for uh, that'd be the 26th of August and two weeks from now uh, which will be uh, September, whatever that is, second, third, second, um, I'll be doing uh, the anniversary show. I always do that like over Labor Day weekend. It'll either be Sunday that weekend or Monday, most likely Sunday. That was when I first started the show, like Labor Day weekend way back uh, in 2005, 13 years ago. Wow. Um, a lot of differences now. <laughs> My two sons are out of the house. One's about to have a baby anytime, almost, you know, sometime in the next couple of weeks. Uh, I, I think his, uh, my my daughter-in-law is due officially at the end of August, like the 30, the 30th or the 31st of August. Uh, I actually predicted the um, Monday, uh, August 27th uh, is my date that I predicted. But um, yeah, so uh, yeah, lots changed in, in, in 13 years. You know, now my oldest is going to have a have a baby of his own and be able to raise him up as a geek, I'm sure. But uh, speaking of that, uh, one of the things I wanted to talk about, and I'll just do it now, I think. Uh, we, um, my son, my older son and I, uh, Stephen, and I went to uh, a comic book convention. Oh, lo and behold, in Detroit, um, the for those that don't know, so each year, you know, I've, I've gone to a few cons. I went to San Diego Comic Con, obviously, for the first time last month. I usually end up at a couple cons each year. Usually, the the Austin one is the other one down in Texas to see uh, the Anomaly Ladies. I don't think I'm going to be able to get down there this year. They're actually going to go to a different con. That's not really the reason why. It just overlaps badly with some work things I have going on. Uh, when they're going to do that, so that'll be uh, unfortunate. But uh, the and then the other convention that I go to in in May is called Motor City Comic Con that I've gone to a, a, a number of years, even before I was doing the podcast. I think 
that's been around in Michigan for a long time. It's actually, it's called the Motor City Comic Con. It's actually located where they do the con about an hour outside of Detroit, approximately north, northwest of Detroit. So that's the other um, big con that I go to. And it's really, it's actually very well attended. They have about half the attendance of, of San Diego Comic Con, which is a lot of people, uh, around 75,000, 75, 80,000, I think, each year. It's, it's, it's in one center. Uh, it's jam-packed. <laughs> it's really crowded. Frankly, I, I, I almost think that San Diego Comic-Con felt less crowded than the Michigan Comic-Con feels sometimes, give or take, uh, it's, in certain times. So, um, But Michigan, uh, or some group or whatever, decided to put on another convention, for the first time, I think this is uh, it. This one's just called the Michigan Comic Con. Uh, they had it. Th- it was this weekend, uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Today's Sunday, uh, the nineteenth of August. Uh, and my son and I, older son and I, went yesterday. This actually happened, or or was located in the heart of the city, right downtown in Detroit, uh, at a place called the Kobo Center, which has been the Kobo Center, Kobo. Uh, place has been in in Detroit forever. Uh, when I was growing up as a kid in Detroit, it was there. Uh, they, they that place has been there forever, and they have all kinds of events, conventions, things like that. There's a uh, a North American Auto Show that I go to um, most years in recent years uh, related to work. For you know, they show cars and that uh, obviously. That happens in the dead of winter, like in January. So uh, nice to go down there when it's not the dead of winter. Uh, so my son and I, yeah, we went yesterday. So this is the first time they've done this uh, con here in Michigan uh, or a Michigan uh, Comic Con. This is a new event for them. Uh, they've done, you know, in the past, I used to go to a lot of creation Star Trek conventions. They used to bring those here at least once a year back in the heyday of Trek when TNG and Deep Space Nine were both airing in that kind of time frame. Uh, you know, we, we would have a, a Star Trek cre- creation con at least once a year, sometimes twice. And I'd go to those all the time uh, with uh, the Star Trek stars would show up. They don't do those here anymore. Creation doesn't. Creation's pretty, um, I guess, pared down a little would be what you'd call it. The, probably the closest one that they do, I think, is the one that they have in in Chicago, which was a couple of weeks ago, they have obviously the it's um, they have the big Vegas uh, Trek Con. So um, yeah, all that with all that said, so this was the first time uh, this happened uh, for this event down in Detroit, and my son and I decided to go. Uh, a little to me, a little expensive to get in for a new con. It was like forty dollars for one day to get in. I thought that was a little pricey, but you know everything is pricey these days, right? So. But we went down, I'm looking at my time here, uh, the, the, the minutes only 10 minutes in. Uh, and uh, so basically this convention had um, what I call kind of lower tier guests. There weren't really um, huge stars. Nichelle, Nichelle Nichols was there though, actually. Uh, Hura, who's, there's been a lot of talk of her in the news lately because of, Oh, stuff in her family saying she shouldn't do conventions anymore, and she I guess she is suffering from dementia. She's getting, you know, I don't know how old she is, but, you know, she's she's getting up there. So, uh, you know, our, our thoughts are with her and her family and all that, but she was in. She came to Michigan and went to the con. Uh, I, didn't, I didn't bother to get an autograph or anything with her or anyone else or a picture or anything. Carrie Yules, is that how you say the guy's name? Who was in Princess Bride was here. Um... 
Oh, who else was here? There was uh, John Reese Davies was here. Um, uh, they had Timothy Zahn, who I was almost going to get a book from him and have him sign it, but I just, I don't know. For whatever reason, it, I didn't feel like bothering. He has that new Thrawn book out. He was really accessible. He was just kind of at a table, and there wasn't a big line or anything like there was with, you know, I know he was at San Diego. and uh, But I, I'm, I'm not a huge autograph hound. I like photo ops. I think those are fun. Uh, but autographs don't do a whole lot for me. I mean, I'll read his books. I like Timothy Zahn's stuff, and I'll read the books and pick up the book or whatever, but I don't need a special edition book or a signature necessarily. So that was kind of how I, I decided it, I guess. So when we got there, uh, we got there about an hour or so after it opened, and there really weren't that many people. I mean, it, there were people, but it was pretty low key. And we walked into the huge like dealer's room area and it was big, uh, you know, pretty big, really probably about Motor City Comic Con size uh, dealer's room, maybe a little bit smaller, um, but more space. They, they had things more spread out and a lot of comic book dealers. My son, uh, Stephen, it's it's really interesting. I think I've said this before. Uh, and and I'm, I really want to do a, a show with him, do a podcast, because in the last several months, he's really gotten into comic books, really heavy into comics. He's reading a lot of Marvel and DC books. He's collecting comics. He's collecting variant cover comics. He's collecting pop vinyl figures of comic book characters, getting trade paperbacks, catching up. He uses the Marvel app. Where there's a Marvel comic app. That for $9.95, 10 bucks a month, you can basically have access to the whole Marvel comic book catalog, uh, th- except for it's it's six months old or more, right? So you're not getting the newest comics that come out, but everything up to six months ago. So they don't want to, you know, they want to they don't want to like sort of intrude on like comic book stores, you know, each week them selling their weekly comics. So if you want to stay up on comics. With the current, very current stuff, the Marvel app, you would only be able to read things six months or more older. Uh, but it's been a good way for him to catch up. He's been reading a lot of Ultimate Spider-Man, uh, the regular Spider-Man. Uh, Fantastic Four came back. He, he was excited by that. We're both really into the current Batman uh, run by Tom King. They did a really cool 50th issue of that, and there were a couple past that, and that's a great book, one of my favorites right now. So, uh, so we went to the con. Uh, you know, he's he's you know so into comics, and we're looking at all the comic book boxes and looking for certain special issues and variant covers. I bought a couple of things. He bought some some comics. He bought uh, uh, several pop vinyls. I bought a pop vinyl of uh, original Starbuck from Galactica with a little cigar and is played by Dirk Benedict. I bought, I bought that because one guy, there was one that had a slightly dented box. It was only $3. I mean, come on, for 3 bucks. And I, I, I want to get now, I want to get the other original Galactica characters in pop vinyl because uh, those uniforms look really good on a pop vinyl. So, um, so I picked that up. I didn't buy a ton. We, we both bought some artwork. One of the greatest things about comic book shows like this, uh, the Motor City Comic Con does a good job. San Diego, of course, had a great area for art. And, and this show yesterday had a great area for art. And the neat thing and cool thing about going and looking through art uh, by artists in, at comic book cons is it's really stuff for the most part you, 
you can't really get any other way. Some of these guys, the big guys have online stores, but you don't really get to see it. You get to see a small version of it on your computer screen. But seeing it in person, browsing around, um, my son Steven, he's he's really into playing the game Overwatch by Blizzard's Overwatch game. And he bought some Blizzard print art, uh, not not like from the game, but art, artist renditions of some of the characters, some of the characters you can play in Overwatch. He bought that. I bought a, uh, let's see, what did I buy? I, I bought a uh, print of another Wonder Woman print because I, I just think that some of these artists are really cool with what they're doing with Wonder Woman now. Uh, a Batgirl. And then I bought two uh, other prints from uh, Nathan Zirzdy. I don't know how you say the guy's name, but... Uh, if anybody's interested, I'll uh, uh, you know email me trekSFGmail.com, and I'll tell you. I bought a print from him about a year ago. It's it's basically a wedding portrait in black and white of Batman. Uh, sorry, of Joker and Harley Quinn getting married, but with all the like villains and heroes there. Heroes were all kind of tied up, and it's a great print, black and white. I bought another black and white DC print of his of. Uh, basically DC heroes all sitting up on like a skyscraper beam, like those old style pictures you'd see when they were building like Empire State Building of the workers sitting up on an I-beam, you know, eating lunch. This is a really cool print. And then I bought another one that's more or less like uh, the show Cheers, but if it, it's like the show Cheers if all the, a lot of the Marvel superheroes showed up. And that one's in color and you got Iron Man and Hulk and uh, Star Lord and Emma Frost and and Wolverine and Hulk, they're all kind of sitting around in the bar in different places, and uh, that's a really cool piece. So, so uh, yeah, I really do like, even though I'm really tight for, <laughs> I don't know where I'm going to put some of these art prints. I, I've pretty much in the in my Rico cave in the basement, I've kind of run out of space to put this artwork. So, uh, it, it's uh, but I, it's hard to resist, you know. And they're not really that expensive. I mean, I got the two. These two nice prints from this one guy for $35. Uh, uh, my son Steven got this Batman really nice poster size print uh, for a really good price. And the guy threw in a couple of smaller prints for free, which my son Steven said I could. I picked a couple for that. So, uh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, a couple things more about the con. So they, they had, um, you know, a, 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 like what I call low-level Rene O'Connor from Xena was there. Um who else? There, you know, there was a good line, like of about a dozen stars, all signing autographs and taking pictures and stuff. Uh, uh, so they had uh, what's his name, Michael Bean from uh, the uh, the uh, Terminator movies. So uh, he was there, uh, and yeah, so it was fun uh, at a big dealer's room, and actually quite a lot of people in costume. I, I was wondering how that would work out, but there were quite a few people in costume. I took some pictures. I just took my really smaller camera. I was traveling pretty light yesterday. I didn't dress up or anything, but I took a smaller camera, and I'll put some pictures up on the Facebook group here. But, uh, yeah, it was really a fun time, and I'm glad we went. And, it, you know, I hope this con catch, catches on. It would be nice to have, you know, Detroit's a pretty big comic book city, and there are, there are quite a few really good comic shops here still. And I know there have been many, you know, comic book artists that have come out of Detroit. So I, I hope we can have a couple cons here uh, and not just the one in the springtime. One, one I, it's almost, I almost wish this one was more towards the fall. Having, you know, I went to the Motor City Comic Con in May. Uh, let's see, San Diego Comic Con in July. Now this one in August. Uh, some 
you know, a lot of Comic Cons, <laughs> but I do like going to them, so that's fine. And uh, some other cool stuff for sale, uh, cool costumes. Uh, there was a, a really cool person doing some like metal sculptures. I was very tempted. She had done a metal sculpture, maybe about eight or nine, maybe 10 inches high of the robot from the original Lost in Space and one of Robbie the robot. I was very tempted, but they were almost $100 each. So it was like $90 for one. And it was kind of like, eh, I, I didn't like it enough, I guess, for the price. So I, I passed on that. But, you know, a unique thing like that, you know, again, not something I can just buy online uh, whenever. So, um, so yeah, that uh, that was a lot of fun. Hey, I'm going to take, I know there's going to be a shorter podcast, so, but I'm going to take a very short break. I'll come back. I want to talk a little bit about television, movies, and, and what I've been watching and, and catching up on and, uh, and a few other topics and then uh, for to the rest of today's show. So just a short break. I'll be right back. You can support the podcast at patreon.com forward slash trucks and sci-fi. All right, I'm back. Uh, let's see. So what else? Oh, I, I, I didn't do my normal like early part of the show of, you know, what's been going on outside of nerddom just in my life. The, the big one, probably I think I said this last time. I, I know we did. The last show was Kenny and me talking about San Diego Comic Con, but our our AC our air condition air conditioning our central air conditioning unit thing whatever in the house went out a couple of weeks ago, uh, and this past week uh, we got a new one. We got actually a new furnace and AC. Simpler to put it all in. Both were twenty years plus old, and we just replaced everything. So that worked out or is good now. Everything's good, but it, it meant I had to kind of shuffle a lot of stuff around in the basement move ceiling tiles and just it's it's still a little bit of a mess sort of i fixed most of it back up got most things put back away but that was that was a big uh a little homeowner thing going on the um yeah that uh was a little bit of a disruption although i'm ready for any kind of hot or cold weather now i feel uh and uh, you know we don't tend to use our air a lot Michigan, although this summer has had a lot of really in the last month or so, really humid weather. Um, it's it's been warm too. I mean, we've hit ninety and stuff like that, but but it's the humidity. I know they always with that old expression, it's not the heat, it's the humidity. It's really been true like that lately. Like today, it's only in the lower eighties. Uh, but it, I went out this morning and cut my grass. It, it's about eighty uh, eighty plus percent humidity with 80 degrees and, and that that's a lot of humidity so the grass was pretty wet uh but i managed to get it cut so uh, and that is the homeowner talk i guess for now so uh tv movies uh let's see um television the big thing i think i really wanted to mention is uh, a show that's been on sci-fi for a number of years that i don't think a lot of people are watching i don't hear a lot of talk about it but it is Really a great show, or was a great show, because it has ended now after, I think it ran for four seasons. Uh, I'm talking about 12 Monkeys. This is l very loosely, extremely loosely loosely based on the movie. Um, it's been actually a while, and now I think I kind of want to go back and watch the movie. Uh, but it's really loosely based on that. Uh, and uh, it involves time travel. And... Uh, it really, they really did a great job with the show. I, I love, love, love the characters on the show. 
I won't say a huge amount, but but this show and the timeless show for time travel, I don't know, time travel shows and, and movies are, are always been a big uh, appeal to me. 12 Monkeys, though, um, four seasons. I think each season was, they weren't like long seasons. You know, they were more like cable type show seasons, like 13 episodes, that kind of thing, give or take. Um but very, very well done, really well done. And in the last, you know, five or six episodes in the two-part finale, I, I would just say this this finale of 12 Monkeys w- was like one of the best finales of a television show <laughs> that I've ever seen. I mean, it was done like the way I would have done it. And I, I don't want to say too much because I know a lot of people either haven't never seen the show at all and maybe haven't seen the final episodes, but uh, really well done. I love the way they handled the the end of the show. They wrapped it up well. Uh, but uh, yeah, check out 12 Monkeys. I believe maybe some of the earlier seasons are on Netflix. It'll probably all be on Netflix. I'm sure you'll find a way to watch it. But if you're a nerd, if you like geeky things, which I'm sure you do if you listen to this podcast uh, and, and you like time travel, watch 12 Monkeys. I, I can't say enough good things about it. And watch Timeless, too. They did announce they're going to do a two-hour wrap-up movie for Timeless, which I'm I'm thrilled to hear. Uh, I would wish it would have come back as a full full show still, but I'll, I'll take a movie, like a two-hour final episode to wrap it up a bit. Uh, that will be good to see. Uh, so, yeah, that that's going on. Uh, a couple of things that I watched movie-wise, um, I did watch this Netflix movie called Extinction with um, Michael Pena. Is that his name? I think is his name. Um, he's the actor. He's in the Ant-Man movies. He's like the Hispanic sort of sidekick uh, to to, uh, to the main character. I, I, all I'm going to say is Paul Rudd's character, but uh, Scott, Scott Lang, right? Um, so he, he's that guy who talks kind of fast and stuff. Anyway, this extinction movie on Netflix, it, it's a guy basically starts to have bad dreams and premonitions of an alien attack. And you see that all in the little trailer preview for it. So I'm not giving anything away, but it has some twists in it that you don't know about and don't see coming that I, I really liked. And I really recommend it. I know Netflix has a new television show, um, or movie or both every day, but, uh, check that out. I, I did try to start watching this disenchantment, disenchanted, disenchantment. The, the the Matt Groening, or if that's how you say his name, who does The Simpsons, he's doing that show. Uh, so I, I watched like the first episode of that. It was okay. Um, I finally finished Jessica Jones season two, which was good. I liked, I liked how that wrapped up. I I don't think this. It, it would have been hard to uh, top Kilgrave as the as the bad guy for season one. So I think season two is season two of Jessica Jones is quite a bit different without Kilgrave, but I still enjoyed it quite a bit. I, I like the character a lot, and so now I'm trying to power through uh, Luke Cage season two. <laughs> I think I'm on episode four or five because uh, season two of Iron Fist comes in September. So you know these Netflix shows, they they kind of didn't spread them out as much this time. It seems like they've they've sort of jum- jumbled them all up together a bit or or they've come out quicker so uh i'm not sure how how or why but um and then fall tv will be back as well i mean summer tv right now is is pretty light so i can get caught up on some things 
Uh, I haven't gone to the movies, I don't think, since I saw the Mission Impossible movie a few weeks ago. I was almost going to go see Meg. I, I, I didn't go see that. Uh, too many things going on to, to, to keep up with uh, all these movies. And it wasn't really like I could see Meg or whatever. I, I did pick up, uh, picked up a couple of Blu-ray, 4K Blu-rays in recent weeks. I got Ready Player One. I Of course, this week I bought Avengers, um, a Avengers Infinity War. Although you know, here, here's the weird thing about this. When I'm looking at the uh, at this um, at this, wait a second, did I just buy Avengers? <laughs> oh my gosh, I think I did. Oh, this is funny. Uh, I think I bought a steel book of Avengers, uh, and I was wanting to buy. Um, uh, Infinity War. <laughs> I might need to return this to Best Buy. I think I still have the receipt. So um, anyway, that's funny. Ugh, I saw it sitting there. I mean, it, it um, it's the first Avengers movie, though. I already have that. I don't need that. So uh, ugh, what an idiot sometimes. Ugh, smack myself. So I wanted to buy Avengers Infinity War, and I, apparently I picked up at Blu-ray Blu of Avengers, uh, this just shows how crazy my life is lately with work and a lot of things. Uh, yeah. So, um, yeah, that's, well, I'll have to go to Best Buy, I guess. But so I, I, I'll just say I am going to pick up Avengers Infinity War on Blu-ray. So, yeah. And what else has been happening? Um, I guess that's mostly the TV and movie news. I don't think there's a whole lot uh, there to talk about. Uh, I'm trying to keep up with some other things like I'm trying I'm watching also the last season of Longmire uh which is great uh so I'm working my way through that I'm also still trying to work my way and finish up Death Note the anime series on Netflix I think I'm on episode 30 uh I thought there was only like 28 episodes of that but apparently there are like 37 or 38 somehow I saw the wrong number when I looked at one time still a good show although Death Note is weird because it's had about two or three different sort of shifts in the way it is and i and i guess that's maybe different seasons but they don't seem to really distinguish seasons when i'm looking at it on on netflix but but it's it changes slightly the, the gears a bit and uh anyway that um that was a little bit strange to me so uh what else uh i think for again television movies that's about it I don't. Oh, I wanted to talk a little bit more about collectibles. I talked a little bit about it um, during the Comic Con talk. So I picked up, uh, and this will lead to the last thing I wanted to talk about. Um, but I picked up the um, Blizzard, the company, the game company Blizzard, who does World of Warcraft. They've done Warcraft games, the the uh, RPG type games, Warcraft two, uh, three. Uh, they do Diablo, Overwatch. Hearthstone. If you don't know Blizzard, if you're not a gamer, uh, you might not know Blizzard, I guess. But if you're a gamer at all, you certainly know Blizzard. So I picked up uh, Sylvanas statue. This this um, this uh, horde character that's figuring prominently in the current expansion, um, Battle for Azeroth, that just came out a week or so ago. Uh, I picked up this statue uh, from Blizzard. It, it's made by Blizzard. Or however they do that. I mean, uh, you know, it's it's a Blizzard collectible. It's it's about sixteen, maybe seventeen, eighteen inches high. She's standing on a rock. She's a she she uses a bow. It's really super cool. Really super cool statue. I'm really happy with it. I've uh, 
really focused, as I've said a few times, I really focused more on, you know, higher end collectibles in the last several years, uh, props, statues, some some figures, but some more like one six scale figures. Not so much just the action figures. I, I, I really don't buy many of those anymore. I've tried to buy a few of the Black Series for Star Wars, but um, I'm excited by Todd McFarlane doing Star Trek figures. Uh, so that might pull me that that way back in a bit. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, the Sylvanas statue is very cool, really super detailed, well-painted, well done. And yeah, I really like it a lot. And I just got that this past week. So... Uh, so yeah, we'll uh, you know just keep uh, keep doing these you know collectible things. I mean it's it's fun, right? <laughs> Although I'm you know it's space is really hard to to uh, to find right now. I uh, it was funny when the guys did our furnace and AC. They were down in my basement a lot into the Rico Cave, and uh, it, you know they were pretty impressed by the by the stuff down here. Even though I had to shove a lot of things out of the way for them, uh, yeah that. Uh, you know, they even had me on my stairway, which I've posted pictures of before. I I have these two little lightsaber racks for all my various little lightsabers, and I they actually asked me because they had to pull down, bring down the new furnace, and take out the old. But they uh, mostly to bring down the new one. They uh, they asked me to move those off the wall, which uh, which I was happy that they were considerate enough to ask about that. So I I, I pulled those off the rack and put them put them aside until they were able to. Uh, bring the furnace in so and oh the last thing that's been occupying me a little bit speaking of warcraft world of warcraft is this battle for azeroth new um expansion that came out uh i guess just this past week yeah i really have hardly had i maybe had a couple of hours to play with it uh since it came out the week was crazy with work uh this weekend's been busy i was at the con all the yesterday yesterday was pretty much spoken for we went out to dinner with my my daughter-in-law, my pregnant daughter-in-law, and my, my son Stephen and Lynn and I all went out to dinner last night after the con. So uh, today, after I get this podcast done, after I get it uploaded, I'm going to try to play for a little bit later on this afternoon uh, of uh, Battle for Azeroth. Because, uh, you know, even after, you know, the interesting thing about World of Warcraft is it's been out about the same amount of time I've been doing the podcast. It came out around 2004 or five. I think four, and I didn't really start playing it until a few months after it came out. And, uh, you know, I love the game. I don't have enough time to play it like I'd like to. I'd like to have more time. But it's also not playing it really super intensely like some people do. Uh, has allowed me to still continue to enjoy it, I think, and play it. I think if I played it like some people have at certain times, you know, where they were playing for hours, they get home from work or school and they play into the wee hours of the night and do that every night and every day i can't do that don't want to do that never really would you know my my thing is i'll play maybe i might pop on a little bit during the week after work uh, but mostly i'll play for a few hours like on the weekend and that's about it and that's how i've done it for 12 years or something and i still enjoy it i i, I really do it's um it just is is a nice game it's not super hard you don't need to be you can play it solo, which I, I basically do. You can play in groups and, and guilds and all that, but you don't have to. Uh, and uh, I love it. And uh, it doesn't tax a computer that hard, even though I usually have pretty new gear and pretty new computers. But, yeah, it's uh, it's a lot of fun. If you never tried it, you know, give it a try. I mean, it's it, you can get – I think it's free to try till like, you're level 20. And now you can go up to level 120. 
Um, and yeah, the, the new areas are just super nice. I've, I've seen a little bit of the new zones and the new areas, just a little taste of it. And of course they're so much more, uh, in depth and detailed and they're doing things in the game they weren't able to do years ago. So I'm very much enjoying the new expansion and the little bit of time I've had a chance to play it. Although it's super funny because I don't know if it was the night the expansion came out or the next night, I think. I was thinking it was the next night. I don't think I played much the first night at all, and I played a little bit the next night. And prior to the expansion, you could get up to level 110, and uh, just easily, without really looking too hard, when I played like uh, the next the, the night after the expansion came out, I was just bumping into people, and you can see when you click on them, you know, you can see their current level, and I, I saw several people that were already level 120 like a day after the game came out i was just like really the day after the game came out you're already level 120 which means you burn through whatever little parts of the world the new parts of the the new content that's come out you just cruise through that just to just to get yourself up to 120 heck i i only got to 110 with some characters at the last expansion in the last maybe year uh, so, uh, yeah, that's crazy to me. I want to just sit back, relax. To me, it's like a good book, uh, you know, or a good movie or a television show. I want to kind of savor it or a good meal. Uh, the, these people that just race through things, I don't get it. It's not a race. And, uh, you know, they announce a little bit on some Warcraft websites and Blizzard, I think, announces, you know, Oh, here's the first person in the world to to uh, reach the the max level with the expansion. I mean, so what, really? Like, you know, if you want to be that person, is I don't know. That's first, it's going to probably be really hard for you to do it. I mean, there are other people, a lot of people trying to do that. So you may just race through things and not be first. Uh, but uh, but you can make a lot of characters, and you can make another one, and you can you know go up to max level on that one slowly and savor it more, I guess. So. But I don't think they do. Who knows? All right. I'm almost now look like I'm almost 40 minutes into the podcast. I said I'd go about a half hour. But hey, you knew I was going to go a little longer. But I think this will do it. I need to uh, get out of here, get this uh, put up on the on the webs, the internets. So you guys can download and listen, you know, for your weekly commutes to work or wherever you go, whatever you do, uh, however you listen to it, maybe at the gym. Uh, maybe on a bus, a train, a plane, whatever. Uh, I uh, still enjoy doing the show. Really looking forward to doing a um, the anniversary show in a couple of weeks. I was kind of hoping it would coincide with um, show 700. I still feel like I might try to do that, put a couple of little mini shows out between now and Labor Day weekend and, uh, and get it to be show 700 and the 13th year anniversary show. So, but maybe not. 690 whatever it'll be it'll be let's see today's 695 six so it'll be 697 uh if i don't do that so that'll just give me another reason to have a have a special show in september right uh, a 700 show that's a, that's a good play too i guess all right everyone thanks so much for listening if you'd like to support the show again patreon.com forward slash treks and sci-fi is the best way to do that i i really appreciate those that is that have supported the show through patreon for for a while and anyone else who can do that that's great too so thanks for listening uh be a guest spot here next week in two weeks make sure you you tune in i'm either going to use twitch or what i've done before what have i done before Ustream? does Ustream stream still exist i don't know i'd really like to try twitch or something this year for the uh 
for the for the anniversary show. So uh, maybe I'll try to try to do that. All right, take care, everyone. Enjoy your week. Stay cool out there if it's warm. I know it's warm in a lot of parts of the world right now. So uh, I'll talk to you again very soon. Bye bye. This has been a Rick Dusty podcast production.